welcome back to Reality with a Twist. I'm Dylan. I'm Gabriel. I'm Gunner. And I'm Ben. And welcome back. Like I said in the in the beginning. <laughs> yes. Um. So, how are you? How are you boys feeling? How are you boys feeling this oh, episode? Uh, uh, college just ended, and I just moved back into my actual house. Uh, I don't Ooh. own it, uh, despite what I just said. I do not own the house. It is my mother's house. But I am back here, and I don't have a desk, so I'm currently in my laundry room. So if there's any audio trouble, wow. blame my laundry. Okay, we will blame the laundry then. Well, today's topic of this episode, we will be going over the magical thing that every single person in their lifetime has experienced. School cafeteria lunches. What about homeschooled people? They don't count. <laughs> they, they don't count as people? <laughs> yes, they don't count as people. You're not a person until you've had a high school lunch or yeah. middle school or elementary school lunch. Legally, he's right. I, I, I think legally, yeah, you're not, you're not a person until you've had a school lunch. I'm going to have to check the constitution for this. One. <laughs> oh, you do go ahead and do that. But before we get dive a little bit more into school lunches, Ben, I believe you have some Jeremy updates for us. I do have some Jeremy updates. You guys excited? Of course. I am very, very excited. All right. So <clears throat> as for Jeremy, um, well, to start off, he said that he went on a cool tour of the church with somebody and challenged them to be baptized, and they said yes, which, Ooh. you know, I'm not Ooh. surprised. It's it's Jeremy. Come on. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. Jeremy's been having a lot of success with that um, uh, on his mission so far. Um, and so the second thing, another success, he caught a fish. No <gasps> he way. caught a fish? He did. He caught a fish. Oh, no um, I'm not sure what kind of fish, but he caught I'm one. Sure. It could it could have been a it could have been like a whale, you know. Yeah, we never know until yeah, we since, see the picture. We don't the, know. Famous, the famous boy picture of him holding a fish. Yeah, that's still on the line. I say we just assume he caught a blue whale. Uh, yeah. Until until he proves otherwise. Correct. Yeah, just just picture Jeremy bicep curling a whale. <laughs> um, uh, okay, and then. Moving on, uh, he said he moved some furniture. Didn't really um, expand on that too much. <laughs> All right. Wow, really great. Sometimes I'd be moving furniture for the thrill of it. <laughs> um, yeah, and then finally, he said he he had a day where no one answered the door. So, you know, wow. uh, you win wow. some, you lose some, I yeah, guess. I guess so. I guess so. Man. Well, I'm glad to hear that Jeremy is doing okay. I hope he's recovered from his uh, vertigo from the last episode. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, moving on from Je from the Jeremy update, let's head right back into main today's main topic, school lunches. So the first question I have for all of you boys, what was your favorite you know, meal in, back in middle school, elementary school, high school? Doesn't matter. It's pretty much all the same. Uh, who would like to go first? I will go first. So I uh, I actually didn't eat lunch a lot towards the end of my high school uh, experience. But when I did, it was always, always the spicy chicken sandwich. Always. Oh, the famous chicken oh, sandwich. And, oh, and they had this weird like sriracha ketchup stuff. Oh, I'd use that every single time. It was weird and it didn't taste like food, but it satisfied my hunger. And sometimes they had those french fries that were like 75 cents extra. Oh. For some reason, those were some of the most delicious fries I've ever had in my entire life. They shouldn't have been. They were they were I, probably not very good. 
I don't know what was up with those chicken sandwiches and those fries, but like Ooh. they like the chicken sandwich, especially like there was nothing special about it, but mm-hmm. gosh, it, it did the job. Yeah, it it the really spot. did the job. Uh, I guess going down the line here, Ben Gunner, which one of you would like to share your favorite? Ben, you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> my favorite meal, uh, pretty simple. Uh, they always served it on Fridays. I would go in, get myself two slices of pizza, just plain cheese pizza. Um, and then it's not the uh, not the rectangle pizza. I never really liked that. It was really? just the plain slices. I see. Because the rectangle is always my favorite out of I, all the pizzas yeah, there. I love the rectangle pizzas. Mm, I'm going to have to disagree. Rectangle pizza, not my thing. Ooh. Well, we have a we have uh, some some friction within the boys today. I half and half it seems. Yeah. All right. Well, my favorite school lunch was also always served on Fridays. Ooh. You guys remember the breadsticks served? Oh, you mean the you the mean the Bosco sticks? The, the, the Bosco sticks? Yes, not oh. the breadsticks that we had in middle school and high school. The ones in elementary school. Oh, those, no. those, those, the flat oh, ones. Oh, oh, the ones gosh. that were like a flattened uh, paper towel uh, cardboard roll. All right, so you guys seem to have some very, anti- you know, very opposite views of these breadsticks. Oh. It, it, Listen, it didn't matter if it was elementary school had it the best, but it didn't matter if it was elementary school, middle school or high school. It was all any the only time I would ever go to lunch, especially in high school, would be cheesy breadstick day, Bosco stick day. I could not miss it for the life of me. If I was in the hospital, I'd be booking out just to go to cheesy breadstick day. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Would Roger like that? But um, I hated hated because they always have like water in them they always had water in the breadsticks mm, oh they tasted so bad it just added flavor i have no idea what you're on oh god Ugh. it's like the human body gabriel you can't complain that there's water in another person i you can if you're eating them yeah exactly you cook that <laughs> out <laughs> at least i do I, I I will say I was I was very sad when they actually in elementary school I think you guys might remember they took them away at least at Thompson Crossing because what kids were doing were like biting off bits of the breadsticks and then just like letting the cheese dangle and apparently a kid choked on that like one time the dangling <laughs> breadstick bit it's really gross but because of that one incident they took away those breadsticks and gave us like really bad replacement ones for the rest of the year imagine was... he he died and his cause of death was dangling breadstick bit <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean i i like to go out that way honestly <laughs> it looked good on the tombstone oh yeah <laughs> Dylan Wiley died of dangling breadstick cheese. <laughs> oh, amazing. 2022. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, but... I got a question for you, Dylan. Oh, okay. Did you um did you dip them in the marinara or did you just go plain? And I was a plain guy, no sauce guy. I I didn't I the, the see the thing with me is that if I feel like I have to add a sauce to something then I it's probably not that good. So, you know, if I don't have to add sauce to something, you know, you know it's going to be the best. It's going to be the pinnacle of any culinary de- delight. It was the same way. I like my breadsticks 
like I like my women's personality, plain as heck. <laughs> and if my girlfriend's hearing this, I'm probably going to be punched or slapped in the face. <laughs> Love you. Gunner <laughs> uh, fighting for a good cause. Those, the plain breadstick game. Yeah. <laughs> You have to make sacrifices for the plain breadstick. <laughs> you gotta make sacrifices. Well, um, of course, the reason why I asked for your favorites, we'll talk about a bit later, but I also just wanted to dive in a little bit about, you know, the lunches that you've had currently at university. Um, the I, I would say for all of us, the biggest difference between, you know, high school and college is that lunchtime and even I would even for you guys, even dinner time was completely different as you weren't restricted by those, you know, quote unquote, healthy, you know, items mm -hmm. that you received in the cafeteria. Instead, you know, I, I know I had a Chick-fil-A on my campus. Yep. Um, ben, I think you had one as well. Yeah. I, uh, I did or, as well. Gunnar, what did you have on your campus? Oh, what did we have on our campus? <laughs> we had a Chick-fil-A. We had okay. a Jersey Mike's, we okay. had a Panera Bread, okay. and we had a Qdoba, all four of which you could use a swipe. At uh, Ball wow. State, we had Papa John's, we had Boar's Head, we had Chick-fil-A, we had Quiznos, which they just closed a few days ago. Oh. We had a Taco Bell, um, and I think we had a few now, more. Gabe, are these all places you can go for a swipe? Yes, yes, you could, only, you could use swipes at them. Really? Yes. Well, um, I thought Purdue was good, but we man, we, we also had the only Jamba Juice in the state uh, before they closed that last year, and you could you could indeed use a swipe there too at Jamba. Wow, Ben, what about you? Uh, well, we had Chick Fil A, and then we had like four other school brand knockoffs. <laughs> yep, I had, I had the exact same thing. Chick-fil-A and then the four school brand knockoffs. A small school yep. struggle, man. I, I, I remember like I would set up my lunch schedules so that I would try to spice it up at Chick-fil-A each day, but man, it got really tiring after a while. Mm. It's just... But it seems like Chick-fil-A is very universal with all of us, but... It also seems that I, I I think all of us would you would you say that you prefer college lunches over school like public school lunches? Oh, one hundred percent, a thousand percent. I actually I'm not sure. Wow. Ooh, I'm I would say I'm a bit conflicted as well, honestly, in this argument. Ben, what about what what's your say though? Um. So really, with our school cafeteria, um. Are, are we talking about like all food options together? Or are we just talking about cafeteria versus cafeteria? Um, I I think it can be a mix of both, like the food options and just the general cafeteria vibes or whatever. Okay. Um, well, I'll say this: for cafeteria wise, it's really hit or miss, and you don't want to get caught on a miss day because then, I mean, your whole kind of like early day meal is ruined. Um. I've had several times when I've walked into the cafeteria <clears throat> and found so much stuff that I like that I can't even fit it on my plate. But then I've also had times where I walk in and I'm just like, yeah, well, I guess I'm having some fries and cereal today because there's nothing else that I want. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think with the school lunches at high school, they were more consistent, more reliable. There was always something you, you could get that you know you'll like. So... So what you're saying is like at college, different days have different meals. Yeah. 
that's that's really funky because at, at Ball State, like I think maybe some of the school brand ones do something like that, but the the restaurants are all obviously you order whatever you want the restaurant and they just make it for you. So like they they were always super consistent. Even actually even some of the school ones were were just a menu based. Like they always had everything. Oh well, like all the all the restaurants were you know they had their set menus yeah i was mostly referring to the cafeteria but ah. um i didn't really include the restaurants because i i just don't go them go to them very often mm-hmm. because i don't know i'm just i'm really not a fan and they usually have super long lines true i mean fair enough fair enough what what about you the you two gabe and gunner um gunner would you like to go first sure uh personally i like college uh, meals over um, elementary, middle school, and high school uh, just because there would always be something somewhere you know at one of the dining courts or one of the meal locations that I would want and could get. Mm-hmm. So. I'd say, yeah, I'm the same way. I think, I think really it comes down to meal options. Uh, I noticed that the two who were more conflicted uh, also had went to smaller schools and didn't have as many meal options. So I, I just think um, because I had access to, to all these places every day, um, yeah, I'd, I'd absolutely rather have a have a college lunch. And the, like the cafeteria vibes, I love, I honestly, because there are, what, three or four like cafeteria kind of things, uh, uh, food court or like food, you know, halls at Ball State. And I really like the vibes of all of them. I really like the atmosphere. So, yeah, I, I absolutely wholeheartedly prefer college. I, I think for me, the thing about co- like, you know, the college, my college campus, cafeteria or whatever, or lunch cohort, lunch hall or whatever, it was beautiful. Like, it was very, very nice on the inside. And since I always ate lunch at a weird time, not many people were in the lunch hall. So I could literally eat wherever I want. And, but I think this might more or less just result, like, you know, be corresponding with me not having any friends at college but it felt like i was at the top and it was like now what mm-hmm. you know i've reached the pinnacle of lunches it's like was it worth it because i i remember back in high school all the fondest memories i'd have just sitting there eating my weird mishmash chicken sandwich or the most beautiful cheese breadsticks ever <laughs> and you know it was it wasn't the most best it was the best time you know there was always something going on in the cafeteria but there was character to it there was so much to it and the mo- the mo- important thing you-, you could sit with your friends pretty much every single day and you know they'd be in the same exact spot every single day it's very good for point. me at college i didn't get that yeah yeah because there's not a set lunch period at college so it's like you know you'd have to actually like talk to your friends, see if, if they will go at the same time. You have to plan it out. Um, but yeah, at, at school lunch, they're always there. You know, they have to be. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I just, the, the, the fondness of that, I will always prefer over, you know, any college lunch, hall, cafeteria, whatever. I mean, definitely food wise, it's always going to be a million times better, but still just the actual eating there wise, I will always prefer public school over college interesting well moving on from that 
we're actually going to be doing a little bit of a game of sorts uh, where we actually do see if these school lunches are actually were actually healthier compared to some, you know, alternatives or whatever. Okay. So what I have done is I've actually gone back to our old high school's um, lunch menu website and I have uh, pretty much all of the you know, all the current lunch menu items for every weekday. I'm not going to go by. It, it's pretty much all the same stuff, like every single week, every, you know, it's not much. It hasn't changed since we've left and all that. But a lot of the items that we liked a lot have actually remained. Good. So we're going to, like I said, we're going to be going through and we're going to actually be comparing these items to some fast food items, preferably from McDonald's. And we're not going to be going into any of the specifics, like, you know, fat, trans fats counts, any of that. We're going to be solely looking at their calorie counts and seeing, like I said, if these are on the same level, if one's healthier than the other. And okay. we might we might, we might, might surprise ourselves. Uh, I, myself, have not done a deep dive into these calorie counts, so I don't even know the exact answers yet. Okay. So this is going to be a very, you know, revealing experience for all of us. Sounds so, good. We're going to be, yes, we're going to be pretty much going down uh, the list of everybody's favorite stuff. So we're going to be starting off with Mr. Gabriel Bickle. Now, you said your favorite was the hot and spicy chicken sandwich. Yes. And of course, the counterpart to that over a good old McDonald's would be the McChicken. Of course. Absolutely. So I want to ask you this then, which do you think had more calories? Do you think the McChicken did or do you think the hot and spicy chicken, san or chicken sandwich at school did? So while I think they are the same format, um, there's a few differences between the McChicken and the school chicken sandwich, uh, mainly being that the McChicken, I think, has a thinner chicken patty, um, mm -hmm. but it also has mayonnaise and lettuce. Uh, and of course those famous McDonald's buns. Now those McDonald's buns are not whole wheat, but the schools are whole wheat, which actually could mean that the schools have a higher calorie count if they're, you know, you know, more potent in energy, I guess, with the whole wheat thing. So I'm going to go, I'm going to say because of the mayo and because it's fast food, I'm, oh, that's oh, okay. Okay. I changed my answer. I'm going to say that this high school chicken sandwich has more calories because of the whole wheat bun and because of the thicker chicken. Gabe. Yes. Are you, are you confident? I'm not confident, but I am going to submit that answer. You would be correct. Yes. Yes. Wow. That is pretty crazy. The McDonald's McChicken has a total of 400 calories while the hot and spicy chicken sandwich at school had 420. Wow. Of course, you know, uh, it's it's definitely, you know, a bit, it's, it's kind of in the same range, but mm -hmm. obviously the, the numbers don't lie. It's still more. Yeah. Obviously, if we looked at the more specific numbers, we'll probably find out that the McChicken probably is a bit unhealthier than the hot and spicy chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. But if both of those, if those, those two options were in front of you, you'd have a lower calorie count if you took that McChicken instead wow. of the, the high school chicken sandwich. That's insane. That is pretty, pretty crazy. Now we'll be moving on to Ben. Your favorite was, I believe they were called the Big Daddy uh, Pizzas. Did That's you prefer right. cheese or pepperoni? Cheese every day. I can see why you love this pizza. I mean, it's, it's in the name after all. <laughs> now, 
obviously i i, I kind of didn't think this through because pizza you know mcdonald's doesn't really serve pizzas unless you're in orlando florida at their biggest location or whatever so i would say we will just compare it over to a mcdouble oh i think that's fair so ben which would you say has a higher calorie count the big daddy's pepperoni pizza or a mcdouble from mcdonald's I'm going to say a McDonald's McDouble probably has more calories. What What's your reasoning behind that? What makes you think that? Because think back to the Big Daddy pepperoni pizza. Uh, well, you mean the cheese pizza? Or you ate the cheese pizza. I thought you got the pepperoni. Oh, no, yeah. Cheese was my go-to. Okay, okay. Then, like I said, what, what, what's still, what's your reasoning behind that? Um, my main reasoning is because... Um, I don't know the the pizza. It was pretty flat. Um, it wasn't it wasn't super thick. It wasn't always super greasy. Usually, if you wanted to get the grease off, you just put down a napkin, pat it a couple times, and you're done. Um, but then when it comes to a McDouble, I don't know. I just feel like there's there's more ingredients. It's uh, thicker. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just a it's just a gut feeling, I guess. A gut feeling. Well, let's see if Ben is correct. This is my first time looking at this as well. Your answer is actually a tie. Whoa, a tie. The Big Daddy Cheese Pizza is exactly 400 calories, while the McDonald's McDouble is also 400 calories. Now, wow, I'm actually pretty surprised. Now I did That's... I did just look at a Domino's uh calorie counter for a single slice of cheese pizza, hand tossed large slice of regular cheese pizza. Okay. Um and how much did you say was in the school cheese pizza? Four hundred calories in the school cheese pizza. Okay, well Domino's estimates that a large slice of cheese pizza has 280 calories. Oh! Wow! Yes. Nearly double! Yes. That's that's insane. That is insane. (laughs) I was not expecting that. Usually, I mean, when you get a Domino's, it's it's a lot, I don't know, it's a lot greasier. Yeah, exactly. But, I don't know. That's, that's That's what their little calcometer said. Interesting. I see. Well, I guess we'll be moving on to Gunner. Yes. So, Gunner, both you and I shared a very similar interest in the cheesy breadsticks, the Bosco sticks at the school cafeteria. Now, this I did prepare for because I knew it was going to be my favorite, so we'll just be killing two birds with one stone here. I got the Pizza Hut calorie count for their own cheese sticks. Ah. So... We're, we are going to be taking a look and see if, you know, the calorie count is either more or less for the school cafeteria breadsticks. What would you say is is it going to be? Is it going to be lower than the Pizza Hut cheese bread or do you think it's going to be higher? Well, I'm going to go on general trends of both Ben and Gabe. <laughs> um, both the pizza and the chicken sandwiches have been higher count, uh, calorie counts at the school than at their perspective restaurants. So 
I'm going to say that the school breadsticks are higher calories. You want to lock that in? You think it's solidified? I'm locking it in. Alrighty, let's see if you are correct. Unfortunately, you would be wrong this time. Wow. wow. The cheese stuffed breadsticks at our old high school is 330 calories, while the ones at Pizza Hut are 380. So still- now, of course, th- there's still a bit more cheese on those cheese sticks. So, you know, I, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, realistically, it's not too far off from. The th- you know, thing the I'm other. getting from this now, I know we're only comparing calories, but when when almost every fast food place is comparable in calories to our school lunches, it's kind of interesting. It's like where we just because I know I know again, like if we were to compare actual ingredients, trans fats, fats, you know, sugars, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure the school lunches would be healthier, but just based mm-hmm. on calories, I am surprised that they are that close to fast food. I, I am as well, honestly, because like the whole thing about those school lunches was that they were created as a means to promote healthy eating habits, mm-hmm. which, of course, then, like I said, it, it probably is because, you know, I've been looking at these and they actually don't have any trans fats in them or whatever, where fast food does, yes. which is why it becomes so, you know, addictive to eat or whatever. But still, like even regardless of that factor alone, you're still consuming a very similar amount of food, regardless if you're eating the school cafeteria variant or you're consuming a fast food variant. Yeah. That's insane. So it is, it is quite interesting. Now for the sake of just, you know, looking at this, since we've already talked about it, I kind of want to take a look at our, our, all of our favorites, the French fries. Ooh. just whatever it was in those french french fries i want to get to the bottom of very much so very very much so So, i have a theory okay what's your theory they were never french fries it was crack cocaine you you really you you think so that explained my addiction oh Oh, okay oh uh uh i didn't say anything I, i I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have doubted you. I probably would believe that. It was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty freaking close. Honestly, I I would compare um, for for those listening. If you if you've never had uh, our specific high school's French fries, I would compare them to. This is this will seem weird, uh, but the two that come to mind are Hardy's French fries and Pizza Hut's French fries. Um, I I don't know if you guys have ever had Pizza Hut's French fries, but they are very very similar. Uh, in my opinion, to our school's French fries, and they are pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yes, they are pretty good. But who would like to take the guess of which is more calories or less calories? Any volunteers? Now, who? What are we comparing to? Pretty much McDonald's small ah, fry. Okay, okay, all right. McDonald's small fry versus. Okay, I'm gonna say. My vote is that McDonald's has a higher calorie count. Locking it in? Yes. What would we like the other boys to lock in their their assumptions as well, their guesses? I'm gonna say the school has a higher calorie oh. count. Ooh. <laughs> um This is a tough one. Uh I think I'm going to I'm gonna give my vote to McDonald's has the higher calorie count. Okay, how about 
whoever loses, whoever loses this bet has to do the odds we were talking about earlier. Do we remember what those odds were? Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't think Gunner was here for those odds. Okay. Should we we explain them? Okay. Let's explain them for the viewers. So uh, we're taking a road trip uh, to another country here pretty soon. And uh, the odds were that the recipient of these odds would have to walk into a store being completely soaking wet on a completely sunny day. So like dripping, sopping wet, walking into a store on a completely sunny, rainless day. <laughs> I, I, I honestly do not think it would warrant that as, you know, I, of course, I, I don't want to take the chances of getting soaking wet, but I, I, I think I'm going to say that the calorie count for the school fries are going to be higher. So that would mean two of us would be having to go in oh. soaking wet. Oh, oh which, my gosh. Are we going to do this? I, I, I think, you know, I honestly think we should probably save it for the end. If okay. we, none of us can get a, uh, an odds to hit. Okay. Is, there, is everybody in agreement for that? Yeah. So, so sorry. So we're going to save this answer for the end. So stay tuned. Yes. Stay tuned for that. All right. Oh, oh. all righty. Are we ready to figure out? what it is drum roll please but it's gonna be the shortest drum roll uh mcdonald's one Woo! Woo! the school fries surprisingly have 80 calories no way while mcdonald's surprisingly has 220 oh my uh, gosh 80 calories yeah, however, I, I know I said I wouldn't look at the specifics, but I am looking at these numbers, and I do see a 500 milligram amount of, what is this, methamphetamine? <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's probably, it's probably a typo, yeah. honestly. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a big typo to type out all of methamphetamine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. sure. But yeah, that's like I said, it's because like it seemed those fries were even unhealthier than the McDonald's ones, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I know they were they were very they were so like thick and savory and like, oh, my gosh, I can't even describe them. I couldn't even describe them either. It was just there was something about them. Probably let's just ignore the methamphetamine one. But uh, <laughs> there's something about there's something about those fries. I'm telling you. Just to save us from legal trouble, that was a joke. There was no yeah, meth. for for, le- for legal reasons. There was no methamphetamine in the in in the school cafeteria fries. <laughs> and I, I'm I'm glad we covered our bases just yeah. in case IMPD is listening to reality with the twigs. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, I think they have this on in their squad cars. Uh, while they, Probably. While they make I mean, it's 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 a great podcast, so I wouldn't yeah. blame them. But you know. Oh gosh. But that will do it for the school lunches today. Well, how do you guys all feel about that? Some these broad truths now coming out about how I wouldn't say unhealthy, but hefty these school lunches were. I, I'm again, I'm just surprised by how comparable they are to fast food calorie count wise. You'd like to think that they'd be lower in calories, but I think at the same time they're filling it up with, because they always use whole wheat bread. They always use healthier versions of things. I, I'm not going to say school lunches are healthy. I'm going to say they are healthier. They are better than a than a fast food joint but they are similar in calorie count i would probably agree to the same thing i'd say mm-hmm. yeah i'm glad uh i'm actually glad to learn that they didn't skimp out on 
on the calories. They're making sure we uh, have enough to eat and yeah. fuel our day. Very Th- true. That is that is true, actually, because if we were eating very low calorie counts in all of our foods, I mean, how do, how else how would we sit through like another three classes afterwards? Honestly, exactly. That's a very good point. But I mean, that wouldn't do much because I think all of us can speak at the end of things. We didn't really eat lunch. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm glad I packed my lunch to not trigger a methamphetamine addiction. (laughs) That is that is true. That's probably that's probably why Gunner doesn't buy didn't buy meth in the back alley of the pool. Um, uh, Full disclosure: We did not buy meth in the back back alley of of a pool. Yeah. For, for legal reasons, we did not buy methamphetamine at the high school pool from a guy named Tito. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Dan, right. I have a, a quick question. Yeah. So, if, if say, hypothetically, that somebody was being fed french fries with methamphetamine in them, um, and they ate these fries and got addicted, do you think and like they didn't know that it was methamphetamine. Do you think that like they would actually become addicted to the fries because their mind basically uh, has the same addiction, but like believes that it, it's coming from the fries? I, I imagine so. I, but I think if they were to try meth itself, they would be like, oh, like, it's okay. just like French fries. Yeah, it's just like French fries. <laughs> There's nothing to be afraid of. This is just like French fries. <laughs> oh, gosh, it's horrible. Has a- Pharmacy major, I can confirm. Oh, <laughs> just like French fries. As a pharmacy major, like... French fries are I, just I... like methamphetamine. <laughs> Stay tuned for the reality with the twist. French fry restaurant. <laughs> for for legal oh, reasons, we are not going to be starting a restaurant where we serve methamphetamine fries. Yes. Oh gosh. All right, we're going to be moving on from all the school lunches and everything because I think it's time to hear about some of the news, the weird news in the world. Yes, some weird news. I have two stories for us today. Now these are both straight from the Associated Press, so thank you, uh, Associated Press, for writing them. I am reading straight from them. I will link them in the uh, description of the podcast if you want to check them out. So our first news story: a man opened an emergency exit of a United Airlines jet, walked onto a wing as the plane exited at Chicago's O'Hare International Airport and jumped onto the tarmac early Thursday, police said. Chicago police said the passenger on flight 2478 was arrested and taken into custody. The 57-year-old Escondido, California man, was charged with reckless conduct. Police said the incident happened about 4.31 a.m. while the jet was approaching the gate at Terminal 1. So, uh, yeah... Why? Not, not not really what you're supposed to do. Uh, Why? Why would you do that? So police said when the man jumped onto the tarmac, he attempted to guide the aircraft to the gate. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said, he said, I'm taking matters into my own hands. Oh, he's helping him out. He's <laughs> like, you guys suck at your job. Let me do this. <laughs> United said members of its crew stopped the passenger outside of the plane. What else are they going to do? Which taxied to an airport gate to let other passengers exit. They must have been too scarred after that one. Well, the guy <laughs> opened up the emergency exit and they, they can't. It's, it's oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Imagine getting up for your early flight. Yeah. Four, four, some, <laughs> some Escondido, California man. <laughs> 
not Escondido. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, this this MF really from Escondido. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know you from Escondido. Oh my god. Imagine I can't imagine like the the typical airplane bullcrap you'd have to deal with. It's like, oh, uh, your flight got delayed by yeah. two hours, and we should be boarding now. And you're like, this guy is just like. God, I just want to get home. I just yeah. want to get to my family. And as and this Escondido, California man, there's good to get too long. I, I gotta figure out. I, I gotta guide you this thing myself. You ain't from Escondido if you never jumped out of a United Airlines you plane. Know, actually, per capita, Escondido, California has the largest percentage of pilots uh, in the United States, which is a complete lie. <laughs> okay, second story time. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's more than one story this yes, time. Yes, right. our second story. Uh, San Antonio. This is takes place in San Antonio. A marble bust that te- a Texas woman bought for about $35 from a Goodwill store is temporarily on display at a San Antonio museum after experts determined it was a centuries-old sculpture missing from Germany since World War II. The bust, which art collector Laura Young found at Goodwill in 2018, once belonged to a collection of the King Ludwig I of Bavario, according to the San Antonio Museum of Art, which is temporarily displaying the piece until it is returned to Germany next year. The ancient Roman bust dates to the first century BC, or first century AD, uh, and historian, historians believe that it may depict uh, the son of Pompey the Great, who was defeated in civil war by Julius Caesar, the museum said. The sculpture was last seen in, uh, <laughs> I cannot, this is a German town name, Aschaffenburg, uh, <laughs> Germany. <laughs> the experts believe a soldier took the sculpture and brought it to the United States, um, so imagine, you know, you go to your local Indiana uh, Goodwill store and you see what looks like uh, some kind of replica of an ancient Roman sculpture. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of it's kind of a look. It's kind of an aesthetic. So you buy it. Um, I just hope she took good care of it. You know, yeah. <laughs> or like you or, or the person Antonio. before her. Huh? You ain't from San Antonio <laughs> if you've never bought a marble bust that was been missing since World War II that once belonged to King Ludwig I of Bavaria. Yes. Depicting <laughs> the son of Pompey the Great. Uh everybody from San Antonio has done that. <laughs> I, I just wanna know I just wanna know. Like, cause like, I bet, I guarantee you before it ended up in that Goodwill, it was like in some family heirloom or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And some desperate guy <laughs> thought he, he needed a quick buck. No, to he do didn't something. even get any money from donating. You don't get money from donating to Goodwill. He gave it oh, up you for don't? free. He uh, g- then what? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gave it up for free to Goodwill and Goodwill was like, oh, this just seems to be a normal, you know, since we're in San Antonio, uh, after all, this is the normal replica or no, no, no. Sorry. The normal ancient roman you know sculpture uh from the first century bc or first century ad uh so let's just put it up put it put it on sale for 35 buckaroonies uh and my my question is did she get her 35 dollars back did she ever get paid because it's no. she's not getting it back she ain't getting that back now <laughs> she, she, she gave her five bucks uh antonio people yeah He's... san antonio san antonio people antonio people are a whole different breed yeah <laughs> <laughs> well moving on from the weird news thank you gabe for sharing those people um yes. <laughs> we're gonna be moving on to gunner's drug fact of the day yep 
So, what do you got for us? You guys have all heard of antibiotics, right? Of yes, course. I believe so. Okay, great. So just for you know, listeners who may have never heard of antibiotics, antibiotics are exactly what they sound like. They are antibiotic. No. So uh, they destroy uh, harmful bacteria um, living within the body, a certain area, region of the body, uh, a dozen different things. But they're, just, they're meant to destroy harmful bacteria. Anyways, but... Taking antibiotics can lead to some really bad side effects. Mm-hmm. So your stomach has a natural gut flora, right? Uh, these are a bunch of you know bacteria that digest certain foods that a normal body can't digest. So for lactose intolerant people, they're actually going to have lactose digesting bacteria. And that's actually what makes them so gassy. Anyways, but that's not the fact. Oh. The fact is that when you take antibiotics, you have a you are at risk for a infection of a certain bacteria culture that is resistant to antibiotics called C. difficile bacteria. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anyways, we don't like C. difficile. Very harmful and can uh, be uh. deadly. So how do we combat against C. difficile? And how, to re- how do we restore the gut flora that lives in our stomach? Well, uh-huh. we take poop in a pill. Ah, yeah. Actually, this is something uh, that is in the works of taking fecal matter and making it a safe potency and uh, sending it back into the gut flora to reintroduce, uh, sending it back into the gut to reintroduce gut flora and to um, minimize the growth of C. difficile bacteria. So Mm. that's interesting. But my question is, does it have to? Okay, so it has to be from healthy gut. Obviously, the poop has to be from healthy gut. Yes, correct. Um, does it have to be from a family member? Like, because it seems, would there be any trouble eating a stranger's poop? Or like, would it be better to eat a family member's poop? No. Uh, so, um, fecal matter does not contain any like grafting tissue or anything mm-hmm. like that. So we have uh, no worries of it interfering with uh, certain antibodies. Uh, obviously it needs to be from a healthy person, uh, because they have a healthy gut flora and not a unhealthy person who has a unhealthy gut flora. Um, actually it's more that they don't have an unhealthy gut flora. They just have a bunch of other crap, (laughs) literally. (laughs) Um, and, uh, so there's really no interaction of, um, antibodies that would, um, it's not like a transplant or anything like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. That's, you know, I'm happy for the people who benefit from it, but um, I just, I sincerely hope it does, We none of us need to take poop pills here. Well, it's just the same concept as probiotics. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's very true. And besides, it's too late for me. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, moving on from, thank you, Gunner, for sharing your drug fact of the day. Thank now you. it's time to move on to possibly the most exciting part of the show not really what are the odds wait wait wait! we never did local music of the week you're right i am so stupid how could i forget local music of the week gabe please take it away all right as you know our listeners who have been listening to our last few episodes we are from indiana specifically from indianapolis um so this week oh and and like the idea of this segment is to promote local music 
This week, I stumbled on an artist from uh, one of our previous artists' Instagram page. Uh, Northwest shouted out an artist who released their first ever EP on Spotify, and of course, I had to listen to it. And I was absolutely shocked at how good his music was. Uh, he's called My First Tumbleweed. He's currently 16 at, sitting at only 67 monthly listeners, which is ridiculous. He deserves a million. His debut EP is called Antidote, and here's one of my favorites from it. This is Clear by My First Tumbleweed. want to hear more of him which i really hope you do uh, i think that song is absolutely amazing honestly that entire ep is absolutely amazing i will absolutely link that ep and that song in the description of this podcast both on youtube and on spotify i i gotta say that like i don't know how you keep doing it gabe but that is literally one like that fits my style perfectly like yeah. i can imagine myself you know driving down like on one of these summer days just listening to that and just in, having the time of my life he describes himself as a pop, oh, uh, indie pop. So I absolutely agree with that. It is such a bright and uh, uh, kind of feel good song, like EP. Um, and I actually found we have Northwest to thank. So our our who we shouted out last week. I, I followed them on Instagram, and they they shouted out his first EP, and I'm so glad they did. Absolutely. Well, my, my first tumbleweed. I'm gonna be listening to your whole entire EP tonight. Mm. And I have already listened to the entire ep and i gotta say clear was a good one but mm -hmm. cola was my favorite from the ep so i strongly suggest going to listen to it and yeah yeah i'm excited ben what did you think yeah no i actually um yeah i actually did listen to it in the car today uh on my way down to indy wow um yeah, no, it was it was really good. It really matched like just the summer weather. I was mm -hmm. driving out in kind of rural areas, like through some fields, while listening to that. So it really, I don't know, it really worked out perfectly. It sounded great. Thank you so much, Gabe, for sharing this amazing artist, and thank you, my first tumbleweed, for making such a nice sounding EP. Now it's time to move on to the most exciting, not exciting part of the show. What are the odds Woo! now? Um, I typically, I know I'm, I've typically started off. What are the odds the past couple episodes, but would anybody like to do the honors this time around? Okay. Dylan. Oh boy. Here we go. Yep. You got a Coke on hand. I do have a Coke on hand. It's in my mini fridge. Great. What are the odds you open that bad boy and dump it on your head right now? If I lose this one, I would have. I will lose three. What are the odds in a row? Twenty-five. 
All right, I'll count wow, it down. That's, actually, that's pretty bold. Yeah. All right, you guys ready? I'm yep. ready. Three, two, one. Thirteen. 16. Oh, the curse broken. Oh, wow. The curse wow. is broken. I don't wow. have to do that. Dang. Nah, I'm, I am so happy. I do not have to do that. All righty. I will share mine next. All right. Actually, no, I'll throw it back at Gunner. Gunner. Okay. What are the odds that for the first five minutes of the next episode of the podcast, you have to speak entirely in pig Latin? <laughs> oh, my. Uh, I don't know pig Latin very well. It's one of the easiest languages to learn. Oh, okay. Um... I'll say 15. 15. All right. I'll count you down. Three, two, one, fourteen. four. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, thank goodness. Ooh. Same, same number, different place. Ooh. All righty. Then who would like to go next? I know I kind of threw it back at Gunner. Right. So. Ben. Yes. What are the odds that for the rest of this episode and the first minute of our next episode you have to scream all of your all of the rest of the things you want to say from across the room you have to stand from across the room and scream them oh man um <laughs> well given the fact that it's 9 40 p.m and my entire family is in the house i'm gonna say 20 <laughs> oh, okay all right i'm gonna count you down you ready yes Three, two, one. Seven. Six. Oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> I switched at the last second. I was going to say seven. Oh, oh my gosh. man. I, who, who, you were cutting it close, <laughs> Ben. All righty. Okay. <clears throat> Gabe. Yes. What are the odds that you have to create a song sing it and play music for it and that's the song that we share for the next local <laughs> artist segment oh, it has to be at least two minutes long oh my gosh <laughs> okay i'm gonna say 10 <laughs> okay i'll count you guys down all right three two one two four oh <laughs> I would have loved that. That would have actually so good. That would have been kind of fun because I, I have a drum set in the house and I also have a, a two guitars. I'm an acoustic and electric, so I could, I could. Oh, <laughs> oh no! I just I just realized. Oh no! Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> like weather. Oh man, I don't like this at all. Oh. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> who would like to start it off? So we're doing that now. The odds we're doing is a, is the uh, the drenched one, right? Yep. I, I think everyone right. agrees to that. Well, okay, yeah. yes, uh, but we need to somehow post proof. So we're gonna have to also film it or or something and post it on our YouTube channel. Once it happens, that, that's I'd say that's fine. All right. I will go first. I will start the odds at twenty. No, thirty. I'll start about thirty. <laughs> Okay, thank God. All right, we need to figure out an order for doing this. Um, I say Gabe goes to Gunner, Gunner goes to Ben, Ben goes to me, I go to Gabe. Perfect. 
So, Dylan, are you are you going to be doing the odds with me then, since you're before me? Yes, I All will. Right. Who will count us down? I'll count you down. All right. Three, two, one. Twenty. Twelve. Oh. Okay, Ben, what are the odds? Uh, let's bring it down to... Let's bring it down to 20. You're a madman. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Who's going to count us down? I won't do it. Okay. Three, two, one. Three. Eight. Ooh. Nope. That was close. <sighs> okay. 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 I'm going to so, bring it. Is it my turn? Yes. Yes. So, Ben, you said 12, right? I said 20. 20. Oh. I'm going to bring it down to 15. Ooh, okay. Three. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll count down. Three, two, one, four. Oh, was I supposed to say yes. numbers? Oh, my. <laughs> ben. Ben. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's do it again. Do it again. Three, two, one. Three. Six. Oh. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm going to say ten. Okay. <laughs> I'll count you guys down. Three, two, one. Nine. Three. Oh. 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 I'm going to oh. say nine. I'm sorry, guys. I have to oh. say nine. You're getting it close. All right. <sighs> Three, two, one. One. Five. Oh, uh, this is anxious. This is. I'm so this anxious is, about this. This is insane. <laughs> okay, Ben. What are the odds? Uh, seven. All right. Dylan, what are you okay. count down? I'll count. I'll count you down. Three, two, one, six, seven. Oh, I almost oh, said seven. No. Oh. I'm gonna bring it down to five. Okay. I'll count you guys down. Three, two, one. One. Two. Oh. <laughs> no! No! Oh, Dylan. Uh, I'll bring it down to three. <laughs> Earth might not be broken. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Three. Four. Wait, what? Hey! <laughs> All right, all right, do it again, do it again. Okay. Three, two, one, two. two. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no! Dylan's curse isn't broken. No! No! Oh my gosh. All right. This is, this is amazing. So uh, this oh summer, stay tuned for the uh, Sketch Lounge channel um, because... It will have the video oh, of, of, Dylan, of Dylan walking. <laughs> walking I'm in. not coming. I'm not coming on the podcast anymore, guys. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm done with this. I'm done. Oh, I got so lucky. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, I was oh, hoping it would be. Huh? I was I was hoping it would be either Gunner or or Dylan because they have long hair, and so it would. <laughs> Oh. Just make it so much better. <laughs> Sucks, man. Oh, oh, gosh. oh, okay. All right. Let's end the podcast out. Let's end the podcast. Yeah. Out. Well, thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Reality with the Twist. It was quite an entertaining one. 
and I am going to go to bed crying so I can prep myself for this summer trip to Toronto. Okay. Drink himself. Uh, I'm Gabriel. I'm Dylan. I'm Gunner. And I'm Ben. And we'll see you all next episode. Goodbye. Bye.